0: Welcome to the Tax Cell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. I'm Casey Dim and I'm a tax Cell veteran, expert, and trainer, author of the Tax Cell Playbook, founder of the Tax Academy, and I'm your host on the Tax Cell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And at the conclusion of this podcast, if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax-faulted real estate, head on over to taxcellacademy.com. Again, that's taxcellacademy.com. All right, guys, on today's podcast, I want to talk about a very, very important but often overlooked business strategy, which is growth. Everybody wants to make their very first investment. That's one of their goals for them. Or maybe they want to make their first five investments. Whatever the goal is, that's great to have goals. But many people don't think far enough ahead to think about how your business is going to be sustainable on a long-term basis. How will you get from your very first tax sale deal to your 100th tax sale deal? How will you go from the investor struggling to get their very first deal to the one who is struggling, trying to figure out which 10 deals they want to invest in, right? I can vividly remember the first few auctions that I attended. In fact, I even wrote about it in tax sale playbook because those experiences really changed my life. It seemed like every single bid that I was placing at those auctions was a waste of breath. Every time I placed a bid, I was outbid by somebody else in the room. In fact, it seemed like everybody in the room was bidding against me, right? Obviously, I was very green and my pockets just weren't as deep as the other investors in that room. I was just hoping time and time again that they would not be paying attention this time. Or maybe they didn't want the specific piece of property that I wanted. Eventually, it was my time. I placed a bid on a piece of property. Then I was outbid by one of the regulars yet again. So I placed another bid kind of out of frustration, and I hear somebody say, just let the kid have it. Thankfully, there were no other bids, and they did just that. They let the kid have it because I was very young at the time. But guys, it was kind of like the heavens opened up the gates for me and said, here is the start of your career when you win your first property, right? It was such a relief, and it was almost comical to everybody else in the room that I finally got my first property because I'd been there time and time again, bidding over and over with no success. Within 10 years of the struggle to purchase that first property, I grew my business to the point where I would purchase a dozen properties at a single auction. To the point where I would purchase 27 properties in one auction, one time to the point where I purchased more than hundred properties in less than a calendar year, the path, that vision is so hard for many people to imagine. But the truth is it's like that in every single business and it doesn't matter if you have a retail store, a restaurant, a dry cleaners, a service business, you have to figure out how to scale your business in order to make it sustainable. So in today's podcast, I'm going to give you five suggestions on how to scale your tax sale business. The first one is the most obvious one. It's also the most difficult for most people. That is to start. You must start, you must take action and you must move forward. Even if it means that you attend auction after auction for weeks on end, before you finally are able to secure your first property like I had to go ahead and start, get that momentum rolling. Guys, I get so many emails from beginners that tell me they attended one auction and they didn't get a single property and they're thinking, about quitting the tax sell business, or that's just not for them. And the truth is, if that's your mindset after one auction, the business probably isn't for you, and business world in general is probably not for you. It might take you three, four, five, 15 auctions, I don't know, before you get your first property. But regardless of how many it takes, or how many you have to go to in order to get that first property, you must do it, you must take action, you must move forward. Learn what you're doing first and foremost, then take action. Attend auctions until you get your very first property, which is always gonna be the hardest. And then after that first property and that first investment wrapped up and sold, then you'll have a much easier time on your next property and the next one and every one thereafter. My next suggestion is to cap out locally before you start worrying about expanding too much. When you attend your home county or a market nearby, there will be opportunity for you to invest in those areas, of course. Now, the amount of opportunity in those areas will vary depending on the number of properties available, the competition, your available capital, and all sorts of other things, including your investment objectives, right? Now, it could be that you aren't able to purchase a single piece of property in your home market if you're in a very, very competitive market. Or it could be that you might have to purchase 10, 20, 50, 100 properties in your home market before you're officially capped out. But whatever the case is, for most investors at least, you're gonna get to the point where there's only so much opportunity in your home market. And when you get to this point, that's when you'll be capped out locally and you'll have a ceiling on your income. You'll get to the point where you just can't make any more money there and it's time to move on. Which brings me to my third suggestion which is scaling your business in multiple areas. Expand the market areas that you're investing in. And I've said it time and time again, but in the first few years of my career, I invested solely in my home market and did quite well. Eventually, I realized that what I was doing is I was selecting the very specific properties in my hometown that were suitable for my specific investment objectives. Essentially, I was just cherry-picking the most profitable properties for me but I didn't want my income to forever be capped. Sure, you can make great money doing it in just one market, but I wanted to grow, and that's when I decided that I wanted to invest in the next county over, and then the next county over, and then the next county over. Eventually, I went out of state, then to another state, and to another state. I went around the country cherry-picking the most profitable properties based on my specific investment objectives, and the truth is that you don't need to invest in a dozen different states But when you expand your market selection, you'll expand and grow your income. There really isn't much of a better way to scale your business than through expanding the market areas that you operate in. Our fourth suggestion is to scale your business by reinvesting. The more capital that you have, the more options you have, and ultimately the more income you can have right? It's so tempting for many beginners to pull out the profits from their very first investments. They want to spend it, they want to pay off bills, or they want to live on it, whatever it is. But the truth is that that money is so very important to make your business grow. You must reinvest that money time and time again in order to grow your business, especially in the early stages of that business. If you have $1,000 to start, right, and you turn it into $2,000, and then you keep going at that rate and turn it into $4,000, then $8,000, so on and so forth. Now, that's a very, very simplified version of doubling your money time and time again. But the point is, the more money that you have, the larger your return is going to be. If you only have $1,000 to ever invest, you might about well turn it into $1,000 1, into $2,000 time and time again. But say you have $8,000 to invest, then you turn it into $16,000, and you do that time and time again, right? Now, obviously, there is some... Uh, People that accumulate debt, maybe they pay with credit cards, maybe they borrow money from friends, whatever it is. Now, if you accumulate debt to start your tax sale business, that might be the avenue that you have to take. And I'm not knocking that at all. So in that situation, it's important to take care of that debt as soon as possible But don't drain your tax sale business in the meantime. Guys, don't be tempted also to use the proceeds for outside debt. Don't take that proceeds and pay off your car or something like that if your goal is a sustainable long-term business. Likewise, you might also want to maybe go into tax sale investing full-time at some point, which is completely awesome, right? I just love it when people tell me I'm a tax investor full-time. I love it, right? But understand that the income that you make from your tax sale business must be at least more than what you're making on your current job's income. And you must also take into consideration that you are going to be reinvesting much of what you make time and time again, in order to grow that business long term. Speaking of that, my final suggestion is to plan to be in it for the long haul. Now, of course you can make money in the short term. You can get in, you can get out, make some money, move on, do whatever you want to do, right? You can make some money very, very quickly. But if you want to scale your business, if you want it to build a sustainable business long term, that makes you lots of money, then you must plan to be in it for the long term. I see many new investors attend a few auctions, make a few bucks, and then they disappear. You never see them again, right? As with any business, it's extremely important that you stick with tax, investing in order to really reap the benefits from it long term. This is not a get-rich-quick business, but this is instead a business that will be sustainable for many, many decades into the future, and it can build an incredible lifestyle for you and your family. So there it is, guys. Those are my five suggestions on scaling your tax sale business. Take action. You have to get started. Then get to the point where you cap out locally. From there, you need to expand your market areas, reinvest your money, and then finally plan to be in it for the long haul. This is an incredible business, and it's very, very fun, very rewarding, and very exciting. And if you follow those five suggestions, you'll be on your way to seeing lots of long-term, sustainable tax sale success. That's it for today's podcast. If you'd like more information on investing in tax-twelted real estate, head on over to TaxAllAcademy.com. Again, that's TaxAllAcademy.com. And while you're there, don't forget to get your free copy of my new book, The Taxel Playbook. Just let us know where to ship it. Cover that shipping charge, and we will buy the book for you. Again, that's taxsellacademy.com. And guys, before I end today, I want to ask you for one quick favor. If you don't mind leaving a positive review for us, a five-star review on wherever you're listening to our content at, it'll really mean the world to us, as we provide lots and lots of completely free trainings. And these reviews let us know that our trainings are useful to you. Hey, take care, guys, and make it a successful day. See ya.